Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. First scripture is Deuteronomy 34 and 9. Second passage of scripture is the book right behind it. Joshua chapter 1 verses 3 through 9. And it reads as follows. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Joshua 1 starting at verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. We're going to omit verse 4, go down to verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. O be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may prosper whither so thou goest. The book of the law shall not depart out thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy ways prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Concluding at verse 9. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. The topic of today's message will be, it's in your possession, it's in my possession, it's in our possession. So probably my first and only turn to your neighbor today will be turn to your neighbor (laughs) and tell your neighbor it's in your possession. Now put your hand on yourself. Self. It's in my possession. Grab hands with the neighbor again. Neighbor. It's in our possession. Okay. Kind Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God is your servant, once again reporting for duty. Lord, speak through me. Holy Ghost, speak through me. Lord, keep my ear towards your mouth. Lord, do all that you intend to do through the word today. Let yokes be destroyed. God, let the captive be set free. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we are praying, believing, and decreeing, oh God, that you will have your way in this service today. God, by the time this task is done, God, we're praying that the devil and demons in hell be terrified your people be edified but most of all God be thou glorified Lord hide me behind the cross behind your secret place oh God God let all of me decrease as your spirit comes forth God we bombard heaven and summon your presence right now in the name of Jesus God it's our prayer that when we leave this place we will leave this place empowered we will leave this place encouraged we will leave this place better than when whence we came in Jesus name we pray
Amen. So um, if I can coin one of Bishop terms, Bishop Haynes terms, treaching, that's what um, we're going to do today. So before we get to um, Joshua about talking about our possession, you know, what we own, what belongs to us, we need to talk about the principle behind that. A misconception, a lot of people, you know, they pray, believe God for certain things, and then they get upset when the thing, when they believe that God is not working on their behalf. But there are principles to this Christian walk. You know, it's not a, you know, it's not a, you know, I'm going to pray, God's going to do it, and, you know, we're going about our way. God expects certain things out of us. Now, when we find ourselves in position, then God will do what he promised he would do. So let's talk about the first uh, portion of scripture. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened, which means to obey unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. So one may ask, how did Joshua become full of this spirit of wisdom? I'm glad you asked, and if you didn't, I'm going to tell you anyway. So Joshua obtained this spirit of wisdom by being in position to receive. Joshua had a teachable spirit. He was found working. He was open to the instruction of Moses. Joshua was what we would call Moses's apprentice in our in today's vernacular in today's times and terms or his intern Joshua was one Moses could depend on one of the first tasks that Moses gave to Joshua was when he called him to lead the Israelites against the Amorite now this is a big task and pretty sure that Moses wouldn't just give this task to anybody Joshua had to prove himself per se this was not you know a fly by day task a lot of times we as millennials we grew up in the uh, microwave generation. You know, that means everything done quickly. And when things don't happen like we want it, we get frustrated. But when it co- when it comes down to being a servant leader, when it comes down to leading in any capacity within the church or in the sacred arena, nobody is going to promote you if you are not well, they're not going to promote you if you're not wise. They're not going to promote you if you haven't taken the time to learn. Joshua took his time. He was not in a hurry to become to become a leader. In fact, it was Moses who called Joshua up. Joshua didn't go to Moses and say, I'm ready to I'm ready to lead. It was Moses who noticed Joshua's work ethic. He was faithful in another man's work, and hence his promotion came. He obtained this wisdom by being under competent leadership. I say that again. He obtained this wisdom by being under competent leadership. Joshua was in a position to receive because he was willing to learn. Now, if I can have do a little sidebar, you know, in today's times, there is a church on every corner. I think when I was counting from exit 22 here, I counted at least 18 churches. There's enough unsaved in the world for every church to be full. But one thing you won't find in every church is a competent leader. So if you, and I know you have a competent leader here at this church, so let's give God a hand of praise for him. And I know my leader's competent because a show wouldn't be driving from Charlotte if he wasn't. So if you're under competent leadership, you know, appreciate that fact. You know, a lot of times being a young person, we we get in a rush. You know, it's like, okay, I've been doing this a few years. You know, nothing's happening. You know, what's going on? And uh, a lot of my colleagues, I'm 31, soon to be 31 years old, you know, that kind of me will, you know, you have to become an assistant pastor. You have to become a pastor, this, that, and the third. I'm like, are you crazy? (laughs) If you work closely under leadership, you will see, you know, that it isn't all glamour and gold at all. But I'm saying all that to say that, you know, 
Wait on your leader for leadership. Wait on your leader for promotion. I promise if he's with the Lord, he will not lead you astray. But that's my little nugget back to the message. Zeal without experience can be disastrous. Again, a lot of young people, they have a will, they have a want, there are things that they want to do, but if they're not experienced, it can be a disaster. But we thank God that Joshua was not found in this arena of, you know, wanting to be in the head, wanting to be in the lead, wanting to receive all the accolades and not being ready. Joshua was ready. Another take way from the scripture is to think about the relationship between Moses and Joshua. And I promise I, we're we going to get to the possession, but I need to make sure that we understand this first principle. Moses was the father in the gospel to Joshua. Hence the portion of the scripture that says, for Moses had laid his hands upon him. In the Bible, this is more than just a casual transfer. It's more than just your pastor laying hands on you. When hands were laid in this particular text or this occurrence, their hands were being laid because the gift was being activated or affirmed by Moses. Hence, the scripture said, Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. When Moses laid his hands on Joshua, he activated that gift within Joshua, which empowered him to lead and lead successful. The Bible tells us, lay hands on no man suddenly, meaning not to be quick to affirm a man's gifting before you know his life. Yet, yet again, that's why it's important to be under competent leadership. So Joshua had to prove himself. Amen. But it, and, but it is vital to have the blessings of your leader or your pastor for favor in order to possess the blessings or inheritance that were stored up for Joshua he first had to be found in position to receive and he was found in position to receive because he was willing to learn the second thing is that he was he received the blessing of his spiritual father he didn't go out uncovered he didn't go out on his own limb a, for, a source of frustration for many young people is that they get well we get perplexed in our minds about our purpose a lot of times we can be gifted in many different arenas but just because we're multifaceted or gifted in many areas that not necessarily mean that all those are our purpose let's go back to Moses and Joshua Moses acknowledged the gift in Joshua Joshua didn't go to Moses and say I've been called to lead this that and the third Moses saw the gift in Joshua and that that's when Moses' promotion came through his, that's when Joshua's promotion came through his obedience to Moses, or what we would consider our pastor in today's time. Proverbs 18, 16 tells us, a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. And that's exactly what happened in this scripture. We go back to it. The latter half of that scripture said, after Moses laid hands on Joshua, the children of Israel obeyed him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Hence, Joshua was obedient to Moses and his gift ushered him into being a leader. Joshua had the gift of wisdom. Moses acknowledged and affirmed it and he gave instructions for him to lead the Israelites. I'm harping so heavy on this point because I need for you to understand the concepts or the um, principles behind all of this because it's going to make sense in a minute. When we're talking about, you know, it's in my possession, it's in your possession, it's in our possession, but we have to be found in the right place. We can't, we can't possess what the Lord has for us if we are not being obedient to the Lord, if we're not being obedient to those who have ruled over us. If we're walking in willful disobedience, it's not going to be in our possession because the Lord is not going to bless us walking in willful disobedience. Amen, young and old.
So you see this pattern of obedience. We're talking about Joshua being obedient to Moses, Moses being obedient to the Lord. So the main teaching point from this part of scripture is the obedience aspect. As Bishop Moore said, I, I grew up in an apostolic family. My great great grandfather was one of the founding bishops where I came from. And I was a little rambunctious child. I would always want to know why. They say, you know, do something. Why? You know, clean the room. Why? Why we got to go to church? Why we got to do this? Why we got to do that? And one day my great grandmother just had enough. She was like, well, Donnie, just do it and the Lord will bless you. You know, a lot of times we want to know the why behind everything, but sometimes we have to lean and depend that those in rule of us know a little better than us. And, you know, we just just do it. Like Nike says, just do it. You know, if the pastor tells you to do something, just do it. The Lord, the Lord will bless you. I promise you, well, I'm a living witness. He'll bless you. Now we're going to go to Joshua. Joshua 1, 3. Every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have I given unto you as said unto Moses. Brothers and sisters, God is a promise keeper. If he said it, will he not make good on his word? He will because his word will not return to him void, but it will accomplish exactly what it's set to do. In fact, he actually put his word above, above his name. The Bible tells us that the three that bear record in heaven is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three have become one. Come on, apostolic church. <laughs> There's one Lord, Jesus, one faith, that in Jesus, one baptism in Jesus' name. Amen. God is literally saying that I'm going to offer you whatever it is that you need, whatever you want, you know, but you have to claim it. Though God is offering this to us, going back to the scripture, every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. But there's some work you have to do. It says every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon. So if, you're, if your feet are treading, that means you're walking. That means you have, to ex you have to exert some energy to walk. The Lord is saying, I have it right here, but you got to do something to get it. You, you got to meet me somewhere. You know, I have what you need, but you need to come and get it. But and the other point I want to point the other point I want to point out right now is that it takes courage to move. It takes courage to move, especially when you're walking by blind faith. You not, may not necessarily see what's going on, but it takes courage. You know, it takes effort. But if you're willing to exert that effort, if you're willing to walk, if you're willing to do what he told you to do, he's willing to give you what he promised because God is a promise keeper. At this point is on you now. It's in your possession. It's in my possession. It's in our possession. God has made the way plain for you. You just have to meet him. Whatever your it is within that possession. Young people, it might be you trying to go to college. That might be your it. Your it might be you trying to fund college. Your it might be you just trying to get to the next grade. Your it, your it may be a promotion on the job. Your it may be financial stability to your it may be getting favor with the bankers because there's some things you want to do within your life and your ministry but whatever your it is is in your possession as long as you are willing to exert the effort and the courage to meet God there shall not be any man there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as I was with Moses so I will be with thee I will not fail thee 
nor forsake thee. Brothers and sisters, that's a shout right there. What the Lord is telling us is that there is nothing that can block our possession. Amen. Because he's already given it to us. I like how Roman says it. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? It doesn't matter what roadblocks you might see. It doesn't matter what hindrances you might find yourself in. Because God spoke it. It shall come to pass. And then all these things, we are more than conquerors in him who've loved us. But before we get too excited, let's talk about this. What shall we say to these things of God before us who can be against us? And then all these things now, in order to walk in this type of authority, there's another provision. You have to have the Holy Ghost, young people. Plain and simple. I'm not going to sit here and preach fire and brimstone and all that stuff. But the Bible says, unless a man be born of the word of the spirit, he's none of his. So another principle to get this possession is having his spirit inside of you. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide an inheritance for the land which I swore unto your fathers. And I'm not going to read all of these scriptures, but if but you will see that the common trend between these scriptures and Joshua is to be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither dismayed. The Lord has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. You got to get me going back. You know, it's in your possession. It's in my possession. It's in our possession. But you can't get it if you're a wimp. You can't get it if you're going to allow the cares of life to punk you out, if you will. It tell, the Bible tells us to be strong and courageous. He was telling Joshua to be strong and courageous because he knew that Joshua was human, just like us. A lot of times we may not be able to see the rubber from the road. We're walking in blind faith. But the Lord told us, you know, to lean not to our own understanding, acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will direct our paths amen so whatever your possession may be be strong and whatever the it in your possession may be be sure that you're strong and courageous amen i don't know about you but if the lord has empowered me to get everything that i need why would i sit down and be bound amen it makes absolutely no sense amen I don't care what the situation may be. You might not know where you're going to get the money at for school. You might not know where you're going to get the money at to pay the next bill. You may not know where you're going to get the money at to pay the mortgage on the church. But be strong and courageous. If you remember nothing else I said, remember, be strong and courageous and possess it. When you possess something, you take ownership of it. You take it. You proclaim it. It's yours. Amen. The Bible says. He was going to give the land to Joshua and them, and he wanted them to go and he wanted them to go and possess the land. Well, I don't know what your land may be, but I challenge you to go possess it. I challenge you to go possess it. I don't know what it is, but you do. Amen. If it if it's money, if it's uh, low self esteem that you need to overcome, whatever it may be, go and possess it. Just be strong and courageous. Amen. We, we, we sing a common song. Don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. In the end, we're going to win. Amen. As saints of God, we have faith. So we might not see our possession yet, but we're going to praise God and believe that it's going to come because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of a man that he should repent. If he spoke it, he will make it good because he is God. Amen. Amen. And that's my message today. You know, it's in your possession. It's in my possession. It's in our possession. 
So I want you to grab hands with somebody. The Bible says one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. And what I want for you to do is to get that it on your mind, whatever your possession is. And I want you to start thanking God for you possessing that it on behalf of your neighbor. Amen. Thank God for your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Whatever that whatever that it may be, if it is. If the it is financial increase, oh God, God, if that it be a peace of mind, oh God, God, if that it, oh God, be the enemy acting up at your job, acting up at your school. If that it is that your spouse will come under subjection. If that it is that the Lord will do what he promised to do in your ministry. If that it is you want every seat in this church filled. If that it is that you want your loved ones saved. If that it is that you just want to be a better Christian, amen. Get it on your mind and praise God for it right now. Amen. Applaud God right now. Amen. Before the performance, there shall be a performance. Amen. Return the word to the Lord, knowing his word will not return to him void. He's not a God that he shall lie. Lord, it's my prayer, oh God, that through the word of God, Jesus, oh God, that the people have been empowered, oh God, to go and possess it, oh God. Whatever they it may be, God, help the people to be, help us to be strong and courageous. Help us not to be afraid of the snares of the enemy. Help us not to be discouraged by what it looks like, oh God. We're not moved by what we see, only by what we believe. And we believe in you, Jesus. We have you on the inside of us, oh God. We can't be defeated, oh God. We are victorious, oh God. We are people of the name. We walk in apostolic authority. We have dutiful power because we belong to you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Now, as Sister Tasha Cobbs was here, she has a song, you know, put a praise on it. Amen. So if the musicians can uh, speed that up ever so slightly. Yeah, that sounds a whole lot better. That sounds a whole lot better to me. As I said, I didn't come from Charlotte not to get at least one in on the carpet, amen. Of course, I spoke the word, but I'm leaving God to allow me to possess some things, amen. But before I possess it, I'm going to praise him on faith, amen. I'm going to have a little faith on, I'm going to have a little dance on credit, amen. Amen. If I can have a little praising partner with me, because when First Lady dance, things happen. You got to know who to link up with for a praise. So we believe and we want the Lord to do some things for our church. So we're going to dance and we're going to believe that the Lord is going to do Now, when he blesses you, how you going to act? Amen. You going to sit there and be obeying and resplendent? Or you going to give him what belongs to him? Amen. Amen. That was the word. I pray y'all were blessed. Pray my strength in the Lord. Father, I gotta give you thanks because Lord, everything that you have done I didn't look at it now I thank you Lord for the release of every chain everywhere I go God I gotta give you praise 
because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise.